Yesterday, Saturday morning, after the confessions were over and whatnot, I got Sebastian and grabbed a cup of coffee, and we went and sat out on the porch of the rectory for a little bit of a break. And after a while, we could hear this loud, loud music as I was sitting there. And I remember my first few years here at St. Sebastian, there used to be a local church that would uh, have uh, an event over in Forest Lodge. And there would just be a few of them there. They would have a couple of guitars and they would play good, but very, very loud music and preach. And it, you could hear it all the way down by uh, Delia or Will Christie Park. It was awfully loud for this little group of people. And I thought, oh, they must be back. It had been so long since they'd been here, I almost forgot that they used to do that. But I looked across the street at Forest Lodge and there weren't any cars in the parking lot, so I knew that wasn't it. So I walked out on our front lawn and I could tell that the music was coming from much further away. And I crossed the street into Forest Lodge and it suddenly dawned on me, the music, that loud music was coming all the way uh, from the Akron Pride Festival all the way in uh, Hardesty Park. And just as I was registering that, uh, the, uh, our bells started ringing, the Angelus. And it was so interesting being in this most public of spaces in the, the public park and hearing those two noises compete with each other. It reminded me of growing up in Barberton. Uh, there was, used to be an Italian restaurant called the Spaghettiteria. And one day, they decided they wanted to start pumping Italian music out into the street. And across the street was Al's Meat Market, which was not happy about that, and started pumping polka music out in the street. And the gospel today sets up something similar, a situation that's similar. And we tend to miss it because we've lost the meaning of exactly where they were. We are told that we, they were in the region of Caesarea Philippi. Real interesting name, Caesarea Philippi. That area now is ancient to us, but in Jesus' day, it was a brand new city. Perhaps, I'm guessing, about 50 years old. It was named after Caesar, hence the name Caesarea, and there was built a temple to Caesar Augustus, whose, excuse me, whose role as the leader of Rome elevated in the minds of his day him to the level of a god to be worshiped. Also in this city was a major temple built by the Greeks to the god Pan. So here there was worship, the force of nature of the Greek gods, and the worship of the force of, pinna of the pinnacle of political power, Caesar Augustus. And it was there in the, in the tension between these two powers which the town worshiped that Jesus asked the question, who do people say that I am? John the Baptist, back from the dead perhaps? Elijah, the great prophet. Some people are guessing Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then comes the question that's important to Jesus for his followers. But with all the noise and competition out there, who do you say that I am? 
It seems without a second thought, Peter, these words just tumble out of his mouth as if it were the most obvious thing in the world. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Can you imagine what that means if that is true? If this is Jesus before you, Peter, and he is the Christ, that has implications. You can't just walk away and say, well, isn't that interesting? If Jesus is God, then any action he takes, any words that come out of his mouth have significance. It affects not only our life here on earth, but it has consequences in eternity. And not believing him or something that he says does not prevent someone by being touched by its effects. That's what makes his next words so meaningful. I say to you, Simon, that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Keeping with the ancient tradition, as we saw in the first reading, as God gave the keys to someone else in the Davidic line, the keys are to be a means that as head of this new order which makes up the church, Peter has the role of including, excluding, readmitting, and determining through legislative power that which is permitted and that which is not permitted. Having been a priest through three pontificates now, people will confide in me exactly what they think about the Pope. And generally speaking, we've had three outstanding popes, but there are different groups of people who do not like each one of those popes and each for a different reason. If you're going to stand in opposition, you're also going to have to contend with today's scripture passage. We can all dislike something that a pope says, fine. But in the end, it'll come down to two simple questions. Who do you say that Jesus is? And how do you rectify what he said to Peter about the church and his role in it? The 2,000-year Christian tradition says that the rock on which the church is built is Peter, that it is a continuous office, and that it is through this office that God, God, Christ, guides his church and does not let the gates of hell prevail against it. It's this office that keeps it going by its consistent message through this office for over 2,000 years. Some 500 years ago, many Christians, for various and sundry reasons, some good, some not so good, not wanting to be under a pope anymore, under the office of Peter, decided that there is no such office and that the keys were only for Peter and were much more limited. So today we have little more than all of, all of the Christians in the world being Catholic and slightly less than half the tens of thousands of Protestant denominations. There's a lot of competing music out there. And whose do we follow? In my case, I gave up a potential wife, family, my own home, and gave my obedience over to the idea that Jesus is who we've been saying he is, and that the office of Peter is what we as the Catholic Church have maintained it is for 2,000 years. And each of us is presented with that question that they must answer for themselves. 
Who do you say that he is? <laughs>